morning. Morning. Our scripture comes from Galatians chapter 4, verses 4 through 7. Hear the word of the Lord. But when the set time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. But you are his sons. God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who calls out, Abba, Father. So you are no longer a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made you also an heir. Well, there is something about the lectionary that I appreciate on occasion, that it pulls us into scriptures that we wouldn't normally use or see, especially in a certain season. And so while I will call us back to Luke 2 to continue part of that story after the birth of Jesus, I'm glad that we're here in Galatians 4 this morning. It's not quite what we may have expected. And yet, there in verse 4, where it says, But when the set time had fully come, we would love to know the time that things would come or happen. And yet, God says, When my set time has fully come, that is when God sent his son Jesus. Not because it looked perfect or felt perfect or, or there was uh, peace all over the earth and so the attention could be given to the birth of this child, but no, it was when God desired, when God had planned, Jesus came in to the world. God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law. But born in that time and in that way to redeem those under the law. Why? So that we would receive adoption and sonship, so that we would know what it is to be the sons and daughters of God. There is something about that time as a child, right, that we would would grow and learn and, and hear of all of the things that, that our family desires for us to know, that we would learn in school, that we would learn along the way. But in the Jewish tradition, as Luke 2 shares with us after Jesus' birth, there was a set time that things were to happen. So on the eighth day after a son was born, he was taken to the temple to be circumcised. And then there were also a certain time that, that then the mother who had just born the child would come for purification rites to the temple. A certain number of days after a son was born, a certain number of days if it was a daughter that was born. And then there was also the, the rite that must be completed because the firstborn son and the firstborn animal were to be given to God. They were gods. And so it was set forth then in, in, the, in the law that in order to redeem that child, you brought a sacrifice. There were things under the law that must be done. 
in a certain time and a certain way. And that is what we know and experience. Things done, what we learn, how we grow, certain things in a certain time. And then it also, after that piece in Luke 2, the next part talks about when, when Jesus came as a young boy to the temple. Because there was another time in the lives of, of those young children that that they went from about the age of 12. They had then had all of their learning, and, and at that time, they again went to the temple. But at that point in time, they were then given the full rights of sonship. They went from being a boy to being a man in the eyes of their people. And so here in Galatians, Paul speaks not only to the Jews, but also to the Gentiles, to the Jews reminding them of that time when, as sons, they would come to the temple and they would be declared a son of God, an heir. They would be, at that time, given that responsibility should that need to happen. And yet, Paul also says, not only to the Jews, but also to the Gentiles, because there in verse 6, we lose it in our, in our translation, but it says, because you, that you was directly to the Gentiles. Because you are also his sons. God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who calls out, Abba, Father, and in another beautiful way, that Abba and Father are the Hebrew and the Greek. And so yet again, another way that it speaks of how God is not just the God of the Jews, but God is the God of us all. And that while there were certain times and ways that one might possess sonship as, as people who, who call themselves the people of God, for those who were outside of that faith, that religion, those Gentiles would also have a way in to know and be called a son or daughter of God and therefore heirs with Christ. Because God had seen fit that that set time had fully come and so Christ Jesus was born under the law to redeem those under the law. In Luke 2, we also, though, read that not only did that young family of Mary and Joseph bring that child Jesus at the appointed times, but we also hear of two people whose faith, whose devotion and love for God was met there as that family came. We hear of Simeon and Anna, two who were devout, two who knew the law but, but didn't just live knowing it, two who, who lived their lives in worship and prayer and fasting, who, who gave themselves fully to the Lord. Ones who had come to that mature faith, 
that mature understanding, not just as a child under the law who, who learned and grew, but, but who grew and matured in their worship and their prayer. And so Simeon, Simeon greeted that young family as they came to the temple that day. But he greeted them with words that spoke of, of the promise of God. That in his prayer and worship, Simeon had, had heard from the Lord that, that Simeon would not depart from the earth until he had seen the promised Messiah. And when he saw that young family, he knew that that was the fulfillment of that promise to him. That didn't come because he knew the letter of the law. It came because he, he knew God. Because he had spent that time in worship and prayer, had been so de devout to the Lord, that that relationship with God was one of Abba Father and not one of, of some God who dictates law. And Anna... Anna as well. Both of them were advanced in years, but Anna, who had spent the majority of her life in the temple, worshiping, praying, fasting, she also bore witness to this child. And at the very moment she saw this child with this family, she gave thanks to God and she shared she told others that the redemption of the world had come through this one child. Again, not because she knew the words and what the law said, but she knew the one who revealed such things. I, am, I always love, our, the last hymn we're going to sing is Go Tell It on the Mountain. And it is one that I just love. It's one of my favorites. It started as a favorite, though, because I would sit with my grandparents in church when I was little, and, and they loved it. I could just see how much it meant to them, the joy that it brought as they sang it. As a child, I knew their joy. But as I grew, as my understanding of God grew, that joy is mine. It is not because they loved it, but it is because I know what it means. Because those words are true for me. That there is something that, that compels me to go and tell and share the news that Christ has been born. And that is what Simeon and Anna teach us. That is what Paul reminds us of. That no matter where we may find ourselves in our, in our faith and no matter what age we are, there is always opportunities to grow. There is always an opportunity for us to, to learn more, understand more deeply who this God is and what God calls us to and who God calls us to be.
not just not only ones who live our lives in a certain way, but that we are sons and daughters of God. We are heirs with Christ. So my prayer for us is that, that as we continue in this Christmas season, this celebration of the presence of Jesus in our lives, that we would be mindful and consider how it is that we might continue to grow in our faith and in our understanding and knowledge of God, just as Jesus, the child, grew. Maybe, maybe it is in our attitude when we come to worship, not just because it's what we do, but we take just a little extra time and thought into why we sing what we sing and why we pray what we pray and making it our own. Maybe it's spending just, just maybe five extra minutes in your day to devote completely to God, that you would be completely quiet and just grateful, thanking God for the day, for who he is, for who you are because of him, for what we have, and then just listening to the voice of God. Maybe it's practicing some other spiritual discipline. For some of us, we've, we've, uh, are just about finished with reading through the Bible this year. Maybe if you haven't done that, that's the next step for you. Or, or perhaps you want to do it again to glean even more from that reading. Whatever it is, I pray that in the days and weeks and months to come, we will find ourselves growing even deeper into that understanding of what and who we believe in. Not because it's the letter of the law, but it's because we have been redeemed because of Jesus Christ, because we have been brought into this family as sons and daughters of God and heirs with Christ Jesus. Will you pray with me? Holy and gracious Lord, we give you thanks for your word. We give you thanks for this time that, that calls us to think again how you desire us to live, how we can deepen our understanding, how we can grow in our faith. And so, gracious God, may it be so with each one of us that a longing, a desire would burn within us that can only be quenched by you. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.